Jesus was on a mission of love, not of hate. He loved even those who despised him. Those who became his followers, including ourselves, recognize this and trust him as the Lord of love. How deeply we need that love because, let's face it, we do get angry and insulting. And we speak mean-spirited things about our brothers and sisters. And guess what? If you think otherwise, consider this the next time somebody cuts you off on the road to church in the morning. All of humanity is, by virtue of the Creator's creation, brother and sister. That Creator's creation also includes the very environment in which we live. That's our planet. And look how we treat that. So it's not just our brothers and sisters that we despise and we hold disposable. It's the very planet, the very creation that God gave man dominion over as well. And we have a lot of work to do towards reconciling and love with all of these things. And indeed, it's a tall task. So how do we reconcile? Well, Caiaphas had a plan. Just let one die so that peace can prevail. That was his plan. It sounds so logical. Logical like a utilitarian principle. Like, I don't know, Spock's famous line from Star Trek, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one. For Caiaphas, it was a political peace that he had in mind. And make no mistake, political peace would have been a major accomplishment. That would be a major accomplishment for anybody holding office. But the fate accompli of Jesus is to accept that being that one and to bring peace that would go far beyond anything Caiaphas would ever have in mind. Be a peace that would, would reconcile us to God and to one another in a way that we can never do on our own. You know, the plans of evil are very active. They're ever stirring and on the hearts of so many. Jesus called the devil a murderer, but the murder begins with a lie. A lie about who we are. And most importantly, whose we are. There was an LCMS pastor back in the 1800s, late, early 1900s, by the name of uh, Reverend Dr. George Stockhart. And he once commented on the excuse that the chief priests and the Pharisees gave for seeking to kill Jesus. And he had this to say. He said, that was mere pretense. They themselves did not actually believe that Jesus, from a political standpoint of view, was actually a dangerous man. But he did not contribute to their prestige among the people. Thus, they hated him because he had told the truth. And the same way the world considers Christians to be disturbers and rebels. Those who speak thus usually know very well that Christians are harmless people. But the Christians are disliked by them and are seen as obstructionists because they tell the truth and rebuke them because of their sins. That last sentence he spoke would actually be true if we Christians were always standing in the truth and speaking the truth. But we don't always do that. We often fall into the ways of the world. We often let our anger get the better of us. Maybe it's because we ourselves might be afraid to be confronted with the truth of Christ. And thus, when we act in outrage and in anger, speak poorly of our fellow brothers and sisters, or treat the environment as if it was disposable, then we break the commandment of thou shalt not murder. And we too then become critics of Christ. 
While Jesus' critics could not see the love of God at work in Jesus, it did not mean that Jesus ever gave up on them. He didn't give up on anybody. He doesn't give up on any of us, even when we falter. We're not consigned to the judgment of being abandoned, even though Jesus Himself was abandoned on the cross. What about these wounds of Jesus? The wounds of Jesus, the wounds of His death, are born so that murder and death do not receive the last word. Love, reconciliation, everlasting peace. These are the last words of the cross. We see the world and all of humanity cross-eyed through the lens of the cross. That is how we hear the challenge of discipleship when it comes to our brothers and sisters. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, we're told that the ministry of reconciliation and love and peace is entrusted to us as Christ's followers. Our trespasses are not counted against us because of the wounds of Christ. Yes, we are like clay pots carrying out this mission. Our own foibles and failings are going to show up as they so often do in our lives. But it was and never really is about you and I, is it? It is about the one who gave his life for the sake of people, for the sake of the whole of creation. We come to our brothers and sisters with this gift in the clay pots that are our lives even if it wounds us, even when it kills us. But love, yes, love will be heard over all the terrors of the world. And the wounds of Christ, well, the wounds of Christ will all be all the more visible for all to behold. And to God be all the glory. Amen.